Welcome back to the RV Shenanigans podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Lauren, and together we are Millers in Motion. We sold our ranch in Texas and are now enjoying new adventures in our Alliance Valor. And we are coming to you live from the 2024 Alliance. Oh, it is an Alliance, but from the 2024 Florida RV Super Show. And we want to say a huge thank you to Alliance RV and everybody involved for letting us crash their party here in the booth. We've got a nice little setup between a Delta... All the Deltas, actually. All the Deltas, I can see a paradigm over there. Um, So big thank you. We are excited to have our very first guest of the podcast here at the show, Mr. Coley Brady, co-founder, owner, head Alliance ally, whatever you want to call yourself, man. Guru. I I love it. The guru of Alliance RV. That's it. There you go. Excited to be here in Tampa. And boy, it's great to see this show kick off in a strong fashion. And uh, we're about an hour into the show kicking off on Wednesday. It's great. Love it. Well, we can't say thank you to you guys enough for a lot of different things because mm-hmm. uh, we wouldn't have our really cool home if it wasn't for you guys starting the company. So thank you very, very much. Yeah. No, we're excited about you guys being in the Valor and uh, love tracking you guys all over the country. It's been awesome. It sure has been. So if you don't mind, I'd, I'm just curious, how did you get into the RV industry initially? Yeah, that's a great question. So I was actually born in Elkhart, Indiana, the RV capital of uh, the world. <laughs> And um, so growing up in Elkhart, you're around RVs your whole life. Um, my dad actually was in the RV industry, and uh, he worked, uh, had, had a career in the RV industry from a very young age. So I was around him and saw uh, him go to work each day building, mm-hmm. you know, a mo- he was a, probably a, a Damon motor coach uh, back uh, oh. in the late 80s into the 90s and, um, and uh, worked uh, summer times with him uh, uh, from time to time. And then... Um, he uh, actually, with a group of guys, started a Heartland RV back in 2004, okay. and um, I joined them in that first year and worked alongside my dad uh, there for um, uh, for about eight years with my dad, and then I was at Heartland actually for 15 years. So, you know, really, it's just kind of growing up in the area. I went to uh, went to Notre Dame, uh, right in South Bend, close to where Elkhart is, and then uh, lived in Chicago for a few years. But I was always gravitated to come back to Elkhart, and something about the RV industry kind of kind of grabbed me and really have had a great career and loved every minute of it. Very cool. So what was that moment when you guys were, you and your brother, I guess, Mm -hmm. kind of going through everything and then just decided, you know what, it's, it's time to do our own thing. Yes, we were, we were thinking about it for a bit, you know, Ryan and I um, worked at Heartland together. So I was with my dad for about eight years and I was with, you know, Ryan actually overlapped for about a year with my dad and me and then Ryan and I together for the last seven at, uh, at Heartland from like 2012 to 19 but it was really tw- 2017 2018 even in early 19 we were talking through and we see we had seen all this consolidation in the RV industry you know um, we had saw we saw Grand Design get acquired by Winnebago and I think it was 2016 mm-hmm. and um, we obviously Heartland was acquired by Thor in 2010 and we just saw you know after that it was you know KZ and a number of guys were just getting acquired. And we thought there was a really good opportunity for an independent manufacturer. Um, guys that were really close, guys and, and gals, not general neutral, that were close to the consumer, uh, listening to the consumer, getting their feedback. And um, so we really thought there was honestly an opportunity. And um, and so we jumped in with both feet in early 2019. We left, we left Heartland and um, we really took those first six months just to listen to the consumer. Didn't do anything with product, just listened, kind of trying to get ideas. We um, brought in Bill Martin, uh, who's our VP of uh, uh, customer service, and um, and really kind of went to a plan uh, to market with a plan that was really being customer-obsessed. That's one of our core values. 
is, uh, you know, how do we obsess over the customer? How do we take care of the customer? And um, that was something that we've lived from day one. And, um, and so, again, we, just, we, saw there was, we thought there was an opportunity, and uh, it certainly played out to uh, work out quite well for us here. I so, love that that's how you started it, mm-hmm. was by, you know, just observing before you yeah. actually did a whole lot. That's great. Yeah, we did. And I, we, uh, we, had a, we opened our Facebook group really early on, kind of talked about what we were doing. We, it was awesome through prior connections and people we knew. We had 2,000 people on the site, like, immediately, within, like, 30 days. Wow. And the feedback was pouring in like pouring in. And so we were able to kind of get all this data. We had a big whiteboard and, and we were able to hear recurring themes of things that people wanted in their RV. You know, they wanted a, a carpetless RV, small thing, but it's what people wanted and nobody was doing it at the time. They right. wanted a flush floor kitchen slide. You know, we did a flush floor kitchen slide in the paradigm. We do, they wanted a soft closed toilet. You know, it's just little things that we kind of heard over and over that we incorporated into the product and really has uh, translated to a winning product, winning brands and a winning company. Super. So just out of curiosity, what were you guys doing or kind of hoping uh, to set Alliance apart from the other manufacturers out there? Yeah, we, we thought, um, yeah, product is key. You got to have good product. But I think it's the customer experience. Back to, you know, one of our core values of being customer obsessed is how do you obsess over taking care of the customers, um, but be it through product, but also it's very, very important on the back end when it comes to customer service. And so those are things that we try to do to differentiate. And then I think it's building that community. You think the community of allies, where you have a, bunch of, uh, a number of them here today at the show, and you'll see them throughout the week at the show. Yeah. Uh, we're actually having a party at the campground tonight with uh, probably over 100 allies wow. of our customers that'll be just kind of mingling and hanging out. So we thought we could, could separate two with the community we were building. And um, so, you know, product to consumer uh, experience to, you know, the, the community of uh, allies out there were all the things that we tried to do to differentiate. You can definitely tell your community is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they always show up for you. They do. They do. And we've, we did a rally, year number one, a national rally. That rally continues to grow each year. And, um, and now you're seeing regional rallies kind of uh, pop up. And so it's awesome. definitely a growing community. We've, mm-hmm. we've, We've, pr- we've produced over 15,000 RVs since the beginning, um, and we've retail sold over 13,000. So we have thousands of thousands of customers and allies across the country and across Canada. And, uh, and even in, we're actually overseas. We have a few RVs that we've shipped over to Europe. And oh, so wow. it's kind of cool to see uh, the brand going uh, worldwide. So is there going to be a dealership overseas at some point? There is, actually. Oh, we there do, is. We do have a dealer in, in the United Kingdom. Um, so they are um, currently bringing in... Uh, they brought in, I think, five paradigms and maybe two or three deltas. Um, and what's kind of cool is uh, initially they're renting these RVs, the paradigm, out to Formula One drivers. Interesting. So it's pretty cool. So you'll see if you follow a Majestic RV, they post occasionally on their Facebook group, and these race car drivers and their and their um, and their teams are staying in uh, in paradigms, which is kind of cool. That's interesting. I was going to wonder how the market was overseas mm-hmm. because the roads are totally different and they're more conducive to smaller. So I, I didn't know who they your market are. was. And it's it, you know, that's why I think they're starting to bring some deltas in because I think those will sell now that we got those going. Um, but the 395DS, the double seat, the dual suite, that floor plan is what these race car the F1 guys are staying in. So with their teams, which is kind of cool. Awesome. So. Yeah, that's really cool. And I will say we are doing this live so obviously there's planes and yes. people and hi to everybody over there by the way yeah uh, if you have questions by the way we have a qr code you can scan for any of our guests not just cully because i've kind of cut the cully ones off sorry yeah um, <laughs> all good so if anybody out there wants to ask some questions for any of your upcoming guests because this is just show number one um, of 12 <laughs> 
got to be a busy week for you guys. It's, uh, it's fantastic, yeah. though. But the good news in podcasting versus video recording is I can just sit here. Yeah. It's, all, it, it's quite the setup. I'm, I'm really impressed with what you're doing right now. So Thank you. Good stuff. We're super appreciated. So uh, kind of getting back into the RV stuff, because that's why everybody's here. Um, with your very first rig, floor plans, which obviously was a paradigm mm-hmm. um, for production, what was the goal for that unit? Well, it was to really meet customer needs, uh, not what we wanted to do, but what we knew the customer wanted. And so the very first paradigm, we came out with the 370 FB, um, uh, full um, um, FB, front bath. Uh, uh, so that was our first floor plan along with the 310 RL. And those two floor plans, which we came out with at this show four years ago in 20, 2020, are still in production today, and they're actually on display here this week. Um, those two forepins were kind of the, the two that got us up and off the ground. And um, those were the products that we were, again, back to what does the customer truly want. And so when we came to this show, we had four RVs on display, four paradigms in 2020. And we sold in that first show, in our very first show, before people knew who we really were, we sold 21 paradigms. Oh, my so, goodness. Uh, with, with they must have display. seen something they liked. They right? did. They totally did. And you have guys like Rob Boyer bought mm-hmm. a, a paradigm at the show. He's here. He's actually working with us now. we got George Walker mm-hmm. and his wife uh, are here. And so some of these allies that bought at the very first mm-hmm. Tampa RV show are still here and part of our community, which is really cool. So the very first one to sell RVs was Tampa? Yeah, well, we had, so that was like the third weekend of oh. 2020. We were in the Denver show. And we did really well out there. I think we sold like 14 at that show. Mm-hmm. We were also in the San Antonio and Fort Worth show ahead of Tampa that first year. And those also had pretty good shows. So we, were, we knew we were on to something pretty early. Yeah. And, um, again, it was, it was people like George Walker who's standing here that uh, bought it that first show and um, have been allies ever since. So does George just have the name George the OG now, or what's his grand pooba of Alliance owners? What he, is it? He is like the OG, El Presidente of the, <laughs> the club, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he's the guy that's really throwing the party tonight. Yeah. You, know, you, you talk about the, uh, the ringleader and the organizer. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's George. Um, perfect. So um, using the core values um, that Alliance was formed around, as we've kind of talked about mm-hmm. throughout this whole thing, what do you see Alliance doing going forward? Yeah, we, we truly live the core values every day. You know, I, I mentioned the one, the customer obsessed, but we're also relentless improvements, a core value. So we live that every day is how do we drive product improvements? How do we dra- drive um you know, marketing and customer experience improvements. Um, those are things we live every day. And then we're devoted to relationships. So um, we're devoted to our community. We're devoted to the, the, the vendor partners that we work with. Um, and um, we're devoted to our, our team at the end of the day. And um, so how do we improve those relationships? And the underlying um, mission statement is do the right thing. So it's fairly straightforward. It's fairly simple. But it's something that everybody can grasp and everybody knows that our company that at the end of the day, we do the right thing. And um, that's uh, in every plant production facility we have, we have those core values and that mission statement to do the right thing. And again, it's something we live each day. I was going to say, it's one of the first things I noticed. I know Lauren didn't get to go into the factories quite as much. We did when yeah. we were picking up our oh. rig. There goes a sign. It is live again. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> um, all good. So I, that was one of the first things I noticed because if you walk into any of the plants up there, which, by the way, how many are you up to now? So we are in, uh, we manufacture product out of three plants today. We'll be in four plants by spring. And then we have a lamination plant in the back, which is 120,000 square feet. So all of our laminated sidewalls, all of our welded uh, parts, uh, aluminum welded parts come out of there. And then we have an accounting HR office, and we have a couple of buildings for parts uh, parts uh, service, uh, 
needs. And so what is that? That's one, two, three. Uh, we're up to eight. Wow. So we're up to eight buildings. With you always listening to the feedback and always adapting to that, is there something that you see a need for that you're actively pursuing? We think over time we're going to need, we'll have a customer service building. So if there's actually like service related work, we do it right now out of the factory. Eventually we'll outgrow that and we're going to need a standalone building to do just strictly service work. So I would anticipate that's about a 24 month out um, building that we'll have. But um, uh, that's one of the things I would say is on our radar for the future. That's a great idea. Yeah. I think we, we customers like coming back to the factory. They do. Um, we actually have, we have the national rally that you guys have been a part of right. and are going to be a part of again this summer. But uh, so when people come to the factory, you got to have the facilities to, to support some of the service work. And so um, we're doing it today, but I think we could do it even to a greater degree tomorrow. So Awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, just in talking with you when we picked up our rig a little bit, just some of the stuff that you've talked about trying to always put the customer first and, and drive, it's, it's truly, especially at this day and age when there seems to be, and not just in the RV industry, but really any industry, there's just a lack of want to do the right thing, if you yeah. may. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, and that's that connection, too, to the end consumer. Now, we have our dealer partners are phenomenal people, and they give us feedback, and we, we get that real time. But it's also nice to have the customers, the product owners, coming directly to us at the factory because we, we get real-time feedback, right. you know, and that's, again, back to relentless improvement. We get to hear mm-hmm. firsthand uh, how our products performing out in the wild, so to speak, and well, uh, that's good to have that, that And feedback. we experienced that firsthand mm-hmm. with our Valor is whenever we got into it, we said, hey, these things could kind of be tweaked, yep. and now they're tweaked. And they're tweaked. And this so, was just mere months ago. That's right. So it's, it's nonstop, and we don't wait till model change to make changes to the brand. We're always evolving uh, mm-hmm. throughout the year, and if there's a small tweak we can make, whether it be a where the uh, the door handle is or what whatnot, mm-hmm. even if it's a small small thing, we'll make those changes real time. So, um, is that something that you guys set out to say? Just don't wait, because a lot of manufacturers do like a mid mid year update kind of a situation, so almost like a B version, yep. and that's just the way they are. They even though they know they need to change something, they just wait for a certain amount of time. Yeah, we don't do that. We're we're always evolving. There's product change notices that come through weekly. Uh, we have product development meetings every week, um, so we're always talking product. And we're always evolving throughout the year. <clears throat> now, big <clears throat> big model change stuff, like if it's graphics or wood changes or stuff like that, that will happen at a certain period of time. Usually it's in the summertime we do that. Um, you know, July 1 is kind of our model change flip over time period. Um, July 1 to August 31, somewhere in there. But, um, yeah, so it's real time. Product development's real time. Every week we have meetings. Is yeah. there a streamlined way that consumers can submit those things to you? Yeah, usually we're picking up off of Facebook. Um, so the Facebook social pages are really kind of the best way to do that. Um, but, you know, we have we have uh, representatives here at the at the show, and they can do it face-to-face. We got, uh, you can private message us on Facebook. So that's all real-time. And there's so many different channels and ways to get that feedback back to us, and we're, we're always listening. Very cool. So... For a second, I just kind of want to talk about a few of the things that you guys as owners really try to push forward. Is there, like between the different lines themselves, is there something between uh, the paradigms or the deltas or the valors that you guys put a little more emphasis on? Or is it really everyone's kind of your baby? Everyone's the baby. Everyone's (laughs) going for a specific product need. And um, everybody has, as RVers, there's so many different desires, needs, wants. You know, you got a value. You want the garage, right? And uh People uh, in the paradigm want more living space for full timing, mm-hmm. um, and you got the, of course, the Delta. That's lighter weight, easier tow. Um, 
same with the avenue. It comes down a little bit in height, a little bit in weight. Um, and those things are all unique and all require attention. And so, yeah, they're all our babies. They're all great brands. They're all performing at a really high level right now in the market. And, uh, and I anticipate that'll continue. So I did not clear this question with you before, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So if I put you on the spot, I'm sorry, especially in front of, well, just Rob right now. I'm sitting over there on his phone. Um, so do you have a favorite model? Well, I go back to the beginning. And uh, so I have a special place in my heart for the 370 FB and the 310 RL. So those are the two originals, a paradigm that is. Right. Um, so those are my two favorite. Now, if you look at the new stuff, um, I would say that 38 DBL Avenue is pretty sharp. It's a double <laughs> suite uh, floor plan, double du- mm-hmm. DBL, double mm-hmm. double unit uh, as far as bedroom space goes. So um, that's a brand new one that just got came out. So be looking for that one on the dealer lots here this spring. <laughs> so. so if you don't mind, what's the new hot thing this year for Alliance? What's, what's the thing that's here at the show potentially or even not maybe there's something secret you want to let out yeah well i think that delta i'm gonna go right to delta delta launched last year we had a launch party in may of last year so a mere what is that seven eight months ago right those products are just getting to dealers now um that's a huge segment of the industry travel trailers landmade trailers especially um so delta is kind of the hot ticket right now and our dealers are craving more and more product and it seems this product is uh, early response is one quality product quality has been really good, mm-hmm. and two the product has been turning quickly out there. So uh, that's the new hot shiny object. It's our newest brand. Uh, that brand is uh, is what I'm really excited to see uh, perform and sell here this uh, the show season. So have you noticed? I mean, obviously you guys try and pay attention to industry trends just to mm-hmm. try and stay ahead of the curve as much mm-hmm. you can, like any good business should. Mm-hmm. What have you seen in the industry that's pushing Alliance forward that you are adjusting for? Well, I think we, we made a big move in actually in marketing. It's kind of a, you probably weren't expecting that, that answer, but we saw uh, on the marketing front there, we, about this time last year, um, we, we hired in a, a guy by the name of Joe Mel and we, we've really kind of focused a lot more on, on Instagram, TikTok, even the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that seems to be an area where we've kind of, uh, it used to be all just Facebook, and a lot, everything kind of came through Facebook. Now we've got a, a number of other channels, and we've kind of evolved there in the last year um, on the marketing front. And um, it's, it's, I think it's paying off because, you know, we're still a relatively new company, and so brand awareness and people learn, are still learning about our company. And so that's been something that we've kind of uh, drove in the last 12 months, and it's kind of been good for just product awareness. So Super. that is actually a great question with you guys being a newer company because you guys were 2019, right? Yeah. Launched in 2019 it's when we started the business. But by the time we got product developed and into shows, it was, as I mentioned, the January of 2020. Gotcha. Yep. So w- with that being said, is there, did you notice a, for the business side, obviously you sold a lot of rigs kind of post-COVID because of the influx of people in the RV industry. But yep. did that help the business or do you think it actually maybe hurt the business in any way? Well, we knew we were onto something really good. You know, January, February, ahead of COVID, we, you know, obviously March, COVID hit. We were in 19 RV shows, so we had a lot of product, and it was just Paradigm at the time, only one brand, right. just Paradigm. And that product was really doing well. I mean, it was resonating with the end consumer. We were getting to shows. Um, uh, there goes the golf cart. I was say, speaking of Joe Mel, we hired him, and he's about to get fired. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. Um, but we knew we were onto something. So it was the product was selling. It was doing well. Dealers were loving it. Um, 
And then COVID hit, right, in right. March. And we were, sh- we were forced to shut down for five weeks. Only five weeks, by the way. Right. Wow. We came back pretty quickly. It was RV production was deemed essential by our governor in the state of Indiana, so we could get back into production fairly quick. And we needed to because dealers were looking for People were living in these during COVID. They were traveling, you know, ice, you know a little bit of isolation. And right. so RVing was kind of... And then, you, as you guys know, RVing exploded right. um, coming out of that. So, I mean, it was good for us. We, we sold a, a lot of product coming out of uh, sure. that period. And um, But I can tell you this. The industry has kind of th- throttled back just a, just a bit here in the We've last you know, 12 to 18 months. And that's even been better for us because what's happening right now is dealers and the end consumer are gravitating toward the best products. And um, this is really when we as a company are shining. And... Um, while other guys are shutting down plants, we're opening up plants. While other guys are only running three or four day production weeks, we're running five day production weeks, um, and that's great for a number of reasons. One, it's it's great for our team, and two, it's great for product quality. When you're running five day weeks and you're consistently doing it without disruption, you can build the best quality product, and that's where I've really kind of been excited about our trajectory coming um, these last twelve to eighteen months. Is we're, we're growing while others are are declining. So, right back into the hot seat over there, which I, yeah. you are in the sun, so you're actually yeah. in the warmest I like seat. The, yeah, it feels pretty good over here. <laughs> it is a chilly morning yeah, here in uh, Florida. Yeah, but the I, sun is out, so that does feel pretty good. I was yeah. going to say, when I come to Florida, I was promised sunshine and yeah. palm trees, and right now I'm cold. Yeah. And it's been rainy yesterday, which was fun to work around. But um, So, if anything, like what's next for Alliance from the RV's perspective, or can you even talk about product it? Really? Yeah, so I think we're, we're, we're trying to round out all the product lines. You know, we've got... Um, you know, Delta needs to have a few more floor plans. We're working through that. Um, we're always, again, trying to, you know, we have a new floor plan on the Paradigm. It's called the 375RD. It's a rear Dan. That's a cool, awesome floor plan. We saw that. It is fantastic. Yeah, cool? yeah I think that'll do pretty well here this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're just always evolving, um, introducing new floor plans. Not, we, we'll introduce a couple of new floor plans in each brand per year. So nothing mm-hmm. huge, but enough to kind of continue to, to, to make the brand great and keep it great. Um, past that, I think we're going to, we're, we're planning on in the fall having a um, high-end travel trailer avenue. Oh, okay. So that's something, uh, if I give you a little peek behind the curtain, Ooh. that's something we're working on. You do remember we're broadcasting out, so you're giving all of these people a peek behind yep. the curtain. Well, they, well they, they, they're getting the peek, too. If but they're I, paying they, attention, they if, just got a secret. That's right, they did. And so I would anticipate this time next year would kind of be that debut. Maybe maybe Hershey, but it's like, which is in September of this year, but likely it's about a year away. Very cool. So uh, we do have, I have one random question that we're going to leave for a second, but I do have one listener question for you mm-hmm. um, that somebody submitted. So this is from Eric from Colorado. Uh, he said, a couple of months ago while shopping for fifth wheels, uh, a longtime RV dealership owner told my wife that Alliance was looking to potentially sell the company uh, to one of the larger corporate entities. Mm-hmm. We all know who those are. Mm-hmm. Um, they pretty much just ask, is that correct? Or is there any intention there from the company's perspective? No, it's it's not. And we've been approached and, um, you know, people see what we're doing and, and things are going well. But, uh, no, we have no intention. We're, um, you know, younger and are, I'm 45 years old. I, I feel like I've got a lot of room to run and uh, enjoy what I'm doing each and every day. And not that I couldn't enjoy what I did if we did sell, but um, I, we're not and we have no intent of selling. I got to tell uh, you, that makes me happy to yeah. hear. Yeah, I think so, and I think our team—we we just have a good thing going, and the culture's so strong, and um, and so I, we don't want to disrupt that. We want to keep that going, 
mm-hmm. for years and years to come. Very cool. Uh, so this is my random question that mm-hmm. has very little to do with the RV industry and more to deal with uh, with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you weren't in the RV industry, what do you think you would be doing? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> Catch me on the spot. There you welcome. I likely so I when I. Um, I think I've got a, I've always had a passion for entrepreneurism, you know, and, um, you know, and I saw my dad back to the RV industry with my dad. I saw him, you know, he was an entrepreneur and, um, and it's always one thing he said, you know, you know, if you believe in yourself, go out and do something on your own. And, um, and I think it's, I would, I would find a way to do something unique that was focused around being an entrepreneur. Okay. And, um, you know, we've talked about golf. I love golf. I'm not sure if I could find something to do in the golf to be an entrepreneur, but I would find some sort of business that was, I think, customer centric and, um, and, you know, do it in a way that I could, uh, you know, I, I like to hustle. I like to take care of consumers. I, I think those are, that's something that's, um, I'm passionate about. So I probably would have found something that I could do, uh, in business on my own. So, yeah. Very cool. So is yep. there anything else that you would want anybody listening or anybody watching to here today um, to know about Alliance? You you can talk about well, your brother if you want, yeah, good so, or bad. Yeah, good. Well, you know, <laughs> he's not here to defend he's himself. He's not here right. to defend himself. You're right. No, it's been great working with him. You know, we've uh, we've worked together in the past uh, and, uh, you know, all good on that front. I think what I would say is this is a good year for Alliance in that you're going to see more and more of our products at various RV shows across the country. Um I think last year was a, was a year where dealers were, were hanging on to maybe 22 model year stuff that they wanted to sell. This was, I'm talking about 12 months ago. Sure. And so they were bringing some of that product into the shows. Now dealers have fresh inventory, 24 models. Um, we are, I, I'm a, we're kind of projecting out, we're probably double our presence in 2024 show season compared to 23 show season. Oh, wow. wow. So I would tell the consumer uh, or the, the RV enthusiast that's listening to your show, that uh, be on the lookout because we're going to have a lot more product in these shows across North America. And uh, I'm really excited to see how That's it does awesome. this, uh, this We're winter. glad to be a part of it. It's yeah, exciting. It is a, certainly exciting. Well, I know I said this at the beginning of the show, but we can't thank you an absolute enough about not just for the company and the community that surrounded mm-hmm. the company, because that for us was a huge factor, yep. um, was getting involved and feeling like you're part of something versus just a number in the field, if that makes any sense. It does. It's been awesome. So, Well, that is going to do it for our show. Uh, Coley, thank you yep. so much for joining us. And again, anybody out there that's listening uh, live, thank you for coming by, saying hi. Thank you for submitting questions. Uh, we have more shows coming from the 2024 Alliance. I did it again. <laughs> I'm so happy about Alliance. Alliance. I just keep saying that. The Alliance the, Super Show. The Alliance, well, it is going to be an Alliance Super Show. I, I would agree with that. So I'm with you there. Yeah, there you go. That. Yeah. Um, but we do have more shows coming from the 2024 Florida RV Super Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, we can't thank Alliance RV enough for giving us some space and uh, some topic ideas. So yeah. thank you so much, Coley. Lauren, do you have anything left? I'm good. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you next week. <laughs>